Coming up on this week's episode of Alex's Fun Little Podcast, we will be discussing reasons why you should vote yes on Prop 3 if you are a Michigan voter next week. When thinking of ideas for this episode, there were a couple different ways I thought I could present this information. And for the most part, I just want it to be an open, honest conversation. So if anybody listening to this is confused on which way to vote or has confusion about the proposition, I'm hoping I can clear those up so we can vote in the best interest of women for their safety, for their health, and their well-being. Even if you already have your mind made up that you're voting yes, it's an episode worth listening to. Maybe it can help facilitate conversations in your own life as we lead up to the most important midterms of our lifetime. I hope you can take something away from this episode. Enjoy. Greetings. Hello, hello. Welcome back to the podcast. I'm your host, Alex Ayub. If you're new here, I don't know why. I feel like sometimes I hear people say that on a podcast, like, it's me, your host. It's like, yeah, obviously the podcast is named after me and you hear my voice every single week. But in case you need a reminder, in case this is your first time here, hello, hello. My name is Alex and Michael's here too. And my name is Michael, (laughs) but I'm not a host. You're a co-host. I'm a sidebar. You're a contributor. Sidebar. Contributor. I like contributor better. It sounds like something for the New York Times. We're going to start today's episode off with a a daily dance song like we started last week. Hopefully last week you listened to Jessica Simpson's Irresistible. And this week I'm giving you another banger. The song is B2K Bump 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 featuring P. Diddy. That's important. What made you think of that? Michael, it's Sirius XM Radio. It has changed my life. Maybe one day the podcast will be on Sirius XM broadcasting because i'm listening to this pop 2k radio station whenever i'm in the car now and the hits just keep coming sounds like a great opportunity for a sponsor i totally agree except i feel like not a lot of people i mean i don't want to put serious radio on blast in case like the podcast does move over there someday i feel like once it runs out in people's car like you know how you get it one year for free i think that's what's happening in my mom's car and then when the year runs out, uh, I don't. Does anybody actually buy it? Let me know if you do. I might now that I've I've found this Pop Two K station, which played "Bump Bump Bump" by B Two K. I've got to say, the beat, the lyrics, the song's a twelve out of ten danceability around your house. I cannot explain to you what came over me when I heard this song. It's been it's been a minute. It's always kind of been on my radar. It's an iconic bop, but just hearing it as a thirty one year old woman. It altered the chemicals in my brain. Baby, turn around and let me see that sexy body go bump, bump, bump. And bump, bump, bump can be bump, 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 bump can be interpreted in so many different ways. There's a lot of bumping you can do with your body on the dance floor. And I encourage you to explore that today and this week with your daily dance. We're going to take a hard, hard left turn into today's topic because It's something that is incredibly important, and I knew I wanted to do it this week as we, when this airs, we will now be less than a week away from midterms. Midterms are on Tuesday, November 8th. Early voting is happening in many, many states right now. I didn't get my registration and everything on time, so I couldn't get my my ballot for mail-in voting, so I will be voting in person on Tuesday the 8th. Step number one, find out where you're supposed to vote, make a little plan. And get voting. That's the most important thing. 
But what I wanted to talk about today is a specific proposal that is going to be happening in Michigan. And whether you are a Michigan voter or not, I hope you listen to this episode and take something away from it for reproductive health laws in your own state and what you can do, conversations you can have with people around you, and how we are going to protect reproductive health in this country. So today's topic is five reasons you should vote yes on Prop 3. So what is Prop 3? Prop 3 makes Michigan's 1931 ban unenforceable. So the 1931 abortion law in Michigan makes room for no exceptions in terms of health of the mother, rape, incest, and it restores the protections of Roe v. Wade in Michigan. That's what Prop 3 is. And since I've been living in Michigan, I've seen a lot of misinformation about Prop 3 going around. And I want to debunk some of that today. A lot of talking points that seem to be confusing to a lot of people that upon doing some research are really, really easy to find out. And I did the work. I'm going to help you out with it today if you still have any confusion ahead of voting. As you know, when Roe was overturned by the Supreme Court, it left it up to the states to decide and Michigan voters, that's what we're basically deciding. What kind of state is Michigan going to be for women? And in today's episode, we will also discuss how this impacts not just women, but everyone living in the state of Michigan and beyond. So without further ado, let's get into five reasons you should vote yes on proposal three. Number five, it's straightforward. There have been a lot of signs going around. There's an entire campaign that says Prop 3, too confusing, too extreme. But when you really, really look at it, when you go and look at the entire proposal, I copied and pasted it into a Word document. It was about eight pages long. So less than the time of reading like a Junie B. Jones chapter book, you could have a handle on this proposal. And it's laid out in very, very easy to understand language. It's not, it's really not confusing. I think what is confusing to people is the misinformation being spread around it and the lack of incentive to do research. And when I say it's straightforward, I mean, it does not change any current laws for underage abortion or gender reassignment. That has been the number one conspiracy I've seen going around, um, that it would allow anyone of any age access to abortion without parental consent, without uh, getting gender reassignment surgery at any age without parental consent. And those are discussions absolutely for another time that we need to have. But under Prop 3, those do not change. There is absolutely nothing in this proposal about gender reassignment, about the erasure of parental consent for a minor. It's just not true. The proposal is incredibly straightforward in that what it says is it restores protections of Roe v. Wade in Michigan. And if you're sitting at home, you're like, well, I didn't necessarily agree with Roe v. Wade. I I implore you to ask yourself why, but do you believe that health care decisions should be private or not and vote accordingly? Because at the end of the day, it's a health care decision. And we're going to talk about that. Highly recommend going and looking at the entire proposal. I promise you it will take no more than 15 minutes. It is incredibly straightforward, cannot be misconstrued. And the only thing being misconstrued about it is the misinformation that is spreading. And I challenge you to actually look at the proposal because lawmakers, government officials, politicians are counting on you not reading it. They are counting on you 
to not look into it for yourself, to not make a decision, but to follow their talking points of it being confusing and extreme. And if you are going to have an opinion that potentially and most actually most certainly harms other people, it should be your informed opinion and nobody else's. This leads right into number four. Reproductive health and abortion is a personal choice, not a personal opinion. Healthcare is just not a partisan issue. It's just not in, in any form of healthcare, but especially this. What I do with my body is not up for public opinion. It's a personal choice. And I'm allowed to have personal opinions about my own body. I'm not allowed to take those personal opinions and put them on other people and make their life choices accordingly. It still blows my mind. This is something that we're even voting on, but that's that's where we are. But it is a personal, personal choice. We as humans will never have a grasp of what goes on in a doctor's office between every individual patient and a doctor. There's just no way of knowing. Everybody's body is different. Everybody's circumstance is different. And that's not up to someone's personal opinion about what they want to do with their body to decide what somebody else does. That's what this proposal says. So if you believe that all health care decisions, whether that's you have cancer and you decide you're getting chemotherapy or you're having an issue and you need to get a colonoscopy or you're pregnant and it's not safe for you to be. If you believe that all of those are personal choices, then congrats. You want to vote yes on this on this proposal, because at the end of the day, that's what it comes down to. Number three. Prop 3 protects doctors and healthcare professionals and their ability to act. It's hard to imagine a world where you go seek medical care for the safety of your life and a doctor is wondering what a lawmaker has decided they can do. I mean, our healthcare professionals, we we saw in 2020 the strain they were under, the stress they were under. We were applauding them every night on our porches and our balconies and what heroes they are. And now we're going to put them in a situation where they could be faced with criminal charges for simply doing their job. And not only that, but how will this affect how medical students learn? In medical school, what are they going to learn? What are lawyers going to learn? Doctors and healthcare professionals deserve our protection and Prop 3 gives them protection. We do not want to create an environment where you are going to a hospital, to a doctor's office, and you are not able to get the highest, highest quality of care. What position does that put the patient in? What position does that put the doctor in? Doctors need to be able to act fast. We know this. That's not a secret. And this severely, severely would hinder the way they act. So if you were standing on your porch applauding healthcare workers, yay, then you know what? Fight to protect them by voting yes. Every single body is different. Every pregnancy is different and requires a very specific plan of care without interference. Number two, and these top two are the ones I I, I really did obviously want to get to the most. I put them as one and two. Speaks for itself. Number two, Prop 3 keeps women out of danger. And I want to focus a lot on how dangerous it will be to not have Prop 3 in place in Michigan. When I see these signs on the road that say too confusing, too extreme, to me, nothing is more extreme than thinking about 
the women and birthing persons in your life putting their lives at risk and possibility of death. Can you look the women in your life in the eye and say, I am voting in your worst interest of your life and your safety? There is nothing, nothing on this earth that is more extreme than losing a loved one. The 1931 ban on abortion in Michigan, there are no exceptions for rape, for incest, for the safety of the woman. And I think a lot of people think, well, this wouldn't apply to me. I wouldn't get an abortion or my wife would never get an abortion or I'm not a person. I'm I'm past the age where I'm going to have kids and abortion doesn't make me feel good. It, it, does, it doesn't need to make you feel good, but it should it should make you feel bad to tell someone in your life that you know that you are voting against their potentially their life. If you have an atopic pregnancy, if you have a dangerous pregnancy and you need a medically induced abortion and you cannot get one, that applies to everyone. No one is safe from that. So it's not about, well, I would never have one. I wouldn't want to get one. If I got pregnant, I'd have a baby. If your life is at risk, don't you want to receive the best care possible? And I think any other time, like, well, I don't want to scare people. This is scary. When we were moving from Las Vegas to Michigan, that was a real thought I had was, we want to start a family sometime soon. I'm scared. If Prop 3 is not the law of the land in Michigan, what that could mean if I had a dangerous pregnancy that I was sad, sad to end, but had to for my own life and my own safety. Late-term abortions are not something where a woman carries a baby for nine months at the last minute and goes, mm, you know what? I changed my mind. That does not happen. I repeat, it does not happen. Late-term abortions are reserved under doctor supervision to save the life of the person having that baby. If you are someone that is a solid yes on Prop 3, but maybe you've got people in your life that are not, or you know they just don't feel good about abortion, I really challenge you to talk to them about how they are voting against your safety and, again, potentially your life. And what's, what's more extreme, potentially losing you or being able to vote on what makes them feel good? That's the most extreme thing of all to me. By voting no on Prop 3, you are putting every woman in danger and you are putting yourself in danger. If you are not a birthing person, if you are not someone that can give birth, and you are voting no because you think it doesn't apply to you, this is dangerous for you as well. You are in danger of losing loved ones and knowing that you played a part in that. It applies to everyone, absolutely everyone, whether you're in the stage of life where you want to have a baby, you aren't having kids anymore, you're never going to have kids. This will affect everyone. Do not put people you love in danger. And number one, it's the most simple reason of all, It's just not your business. It's not our business. It's not my business to know what somebody else does with their body. And without Prop 3, it makes all of our medical decisions everybody's business, everybody else's choice, subject to everybody's opinion. It's the only medical decision that is currently subject to public vote. It's just not our business. If you feel really icky, about even the word abortion, if it makes you uncomfortable, you don't ever have to get one in your life. You can volunteer at foster homes. You can volunteer at youth centers, but it's just not our business to tell anyone 
what they can or can't do with their own body in their best interest. Everybody's situation is so complex and there's so many things that we as a public have no idea how bodies work and what they do and how they function when faced with with different things. I've been hesitant to share this and I have not publicly. I actually don't even think I've shared it with most of the people in my life, but I, I think if there's any time to share it, the time is now in case somebody can relate to it. About two years ago, I thought I was having my period and I was at work and I got the worst cramps I have ever had in my entire life. They were so bad that I was on the floor on my hands and knees and could not stand up. I went into a room at work by myself. I was down on the floor. If my cramps are normally at like a 10, these were at a 40. I, I'd never felt anything like that in my entire life. I remember I called Michael. I was like, I think you need to come pick me up. I don't even think I can drive a car. And I just laid down on the floor. I waited until it got a little bit better. I drove myself home. I got my period the next day. And I was like, okay, it was just, just really bad cramps. It's really bad cramps. And I still had cramping. I still wasn't feeling great. A week goes by and I'm, I'm still bleeding. Two weeks go by and I'm, I'm still bleeding. And, you know, with our healthcare system, I made an OBGYN appointment. I couldn't get in for like a month and a half. And I don't even want to say like, sorry, this is TMI because this is how... This is my truth. This is my reality. And it's worth sharing and it has to be shared in its detail. By the time I got to an OBGYN, I bled for a month, oh, pretty much a month straight. Maybe two days would go and I did it and then I was again. And I was in pain and I did it silently and I went on with my life and I acted like everything was fine. And I really just thought like, gosh, I'm having this crazy, weird, weird period. And I got to the OBGYN, did some blood work, did some testing And she told me that the most likely scenario is that I had had a chemical pregnancy. And I I hate to sound totally naive, but when she said a chemical pregnancy, I literally never heard that term before in my entire life. I was like, I'm sorry. I don't get what you, what you're saying. Was I pregnant? Was I not pregnant? I wasn't trying to get pregnant. I don't know how this happened. What, What are you talking about? Me, a a woman who has gone through health classes and thought I knew my own body, had literally never even heard this term before. And it was something that was happening to me and I had no idea. If you're sitting in in the same camp right now, a chemical pregnancy is a very early miscarriage that happens within the first five weeks. They happen so early that most people who have them don't ever even realize it. You don't really ever know. And I definitely didn't. I felt affected by it not in a way of loss, but in a way that I couldn't believe my body had gone through something that I was completely unaware of and the complexities of my body and what it's what it's capable of. And it was very private for me. It's not something I, I wanted to discuss online. I'm a, I'm a pretty open book. And I know even some people in my life are going to be really surprised to even hear this, but every body is so different and it deserves privacy And it deserves the highest levels of care without anybody else's opinion or say in it. Everything when it comes to reproductive health or any kind of medicine is an incredibly, incredibly personal situation. And it's just not anybody else's place to tell them how to handle it, how to act, what to do. 
I always try to see the other side of things. I really genuinely always try to see the other side when it comes to politics, when it comes to arguments, opinions. It's hard for me to see the other side of this when the other side leads to true danger for women. I am truly, truly begging for anyone listening to this or if you go and talk to anyone after listening to this to please vote yes on Prop 3 because our lives quite literally depend on it. Our freedoms depend on it. Our medicine depends on it. And again, if you, for whatever reason, say, you know, I just really don't like abortion. I don't agree with it. It's not something I would ever do. That is your choice. And that's fine. But your choice does not need to be my choice. And that's what this is about. Medical freedom, reproductive freedom. The petition to even get Prop 3 on the ballot got so many signatures. It was record-breaking in Michigan. I'm hoping the turnout to vote is exactly the same. Get uncomfortable. Start talking to people. You've got a week left. Have good conversation. Ask your friends where they're going to vote and when they're going to vote. If we turn out, we will pass this proposal and we will keep women in Michigan safe and we will keep our medical freedom safe. It's up to us now to act in each other's best interests and care about the safety of one another. And the best way to do that is by voting and voting yes on Prop 3. It's a, it's a sensitive topic, I know, but it has to be talked about so that we don't have to talk about the worst case scenario outcomes if the 1931 abortion ban takes place in Michigan. I'm thinking of everyone that is scared and worried, but we can do this. We can do this. Talk to people, grab a friend to go and vote. I know it sounds cliche, but like, honestly, I'm about to bust out like an early 2000s era Paris Hilton rock the vote tea. And I'm, I'm going to start texting all my friends like rock the vote. Where are you voting? I'm very, very hopeful in the people of Michigan to pass this and make Michigan a safe haven for women. Michael, I appreciate you giving me the space this week to just discuss this and, you know, share something, especially that was very personal between you and I. I you know, I asked you before we recorded that if if it's OK that I shared it. I know you'll be voting in, in the best interest of all the women in your life this Tuesday. And thank you for that. Yeah, of course. As you mentioned at the start, I'm simply a contributor here <laughs> or a sidebar. So I, uh, <laughs> I'm not a big political person. I don't necessarily stay up to date as closely or, you know, follow as closely as some. But of course, with this issue, I obviously am voting in the best interest of women and you. And, you know, I'm, I'm excited to do that. And I feel really hopeful and confident that Michigan will, will, you know, vote the way that we're hoping. So I feel good about it. I know that there's probably a lot of people out there that are the silent minority, you know, and voting in the best interest of women, even if they're just like me and not necessarily talking about it and, and putting up signs and all that stuff. And I think all that's good for those that are, you know, expressing that and, and encouraging others to join their side or even remember to vote, you know, remembering to vote is and making the time for it on the day is almost as important as being informed because that's when it counts. But yeah, again, I feel confident there's a lot of people like me out there that may not be shouting it from the rooftops, but feel like they're going to do the right thing on, uh, on November 8th. Voting is the most important thing. And we're going to go vote together Tuesday morning. 
All right, we're taking another hard left here. I think we went left the first time, so maybe we should go right. We're taking a hard right into a five-star hype up. I've got to say, we've been getting more and more five-star reviews, and I'm hopeful that's because everybody's vying for a little hype up. So please keep leaving them. I can't tell you how much they make my day every time I see them. Today, we've got one from Monica Nom Nom, who said the podcast gives them realness, hilarity, nostalgia, and joy. And Monica Nom Nom, I nominate you to be queen of the universe because that's absolutely what you are. This podcast gives you the joy you need. You know what I need? I need everyone around you to tell you every single day how absolutely incredible you are and all the joy you bring to the world. You are sophisticated. You are kind. You are capable. And don't ever let anybody tell you anything different. I also just noticed that you just labeled the review joy in all caps. And for some reason, I don't know why, it just makes me want to like sing a song. Joy to the world. Monica is here. We love them. We celebrate them they're the best let everyone tell you you're the shit because you are because you are because because you are love you monica and love you all thank you so much for listening make your plan to vote talk to your friends and vote yes on prop three protect yourself protect women protect each other love you bye